Hey, how y'all doing? Back again with another episode of The If Factor. As always, I'm your host, Jeremy Robinson. Today, we have someone special. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, my name is Steph Tully, and I am the founder and CEO of Actuology. Yes, sir. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. So in that, I would say, you know, first off, how are you doing, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally? Emotionally, yeah, all of the above. I'm doing great. Um, being a tech entrepreneur mm -hmm. is somewhat of a fun roller coaster, and we are just going through the motions. So okay. we're at. In that, we're gonna jump right into that. So tell me a little bit about insured tech. You know, mm -hmm. this is my first time hearing about it, and even just reading about it a little bit. I was like, wow, that's an amazing thing. Like, you know, oh, tech you. like so. Tell me a little bit about that first. Yeah, so InsureTech, a lot of people like to put it in the same category as FinTech. And I like to make the distinction, but then also show the similarities. Mm -hmm. So FinTech is like what you think of crypto and blockchain and all those fun things. InsureTech is like the less sexy version of it, but what we do is similar. So insurance, we protect your assets mm -hmm. while finance and FinTech creates assets. So what we're doing on one end is we're creating technologies that automate, make insurance easier, more user-friendly, but not so much fintech, but similar, similar. That's amazing. That's amazing. I like that. So in that, you know, what led you to now, you know, before you got to being CEO, you know, and being so young, how, what led you to that? You know, now that where you are now, what led you to that? So I actually fell into insurance. I started out as a receptionist and later that just evolved into learning insurance and really understanding the metrics behind it. And then I went into management, management turned into partnership, partnership turned into ownership, and then ownership turned into tech founder. So here we are. It's a wonderful thing, I will say. That's amazing. That's amazing. So in that, you know, what is your day-to-day -day job like now that you're a CEO? Now that you're the big, you're the big person out here, you know? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about all of that, but it's no consistency in the sense of I cannot predict what my day is going to be like. And I think that is a very important thing to know if you go into starting up any sort of company, if you're expecting a nine to five schedule and expecting your day to be predictable and having interactions that are predictable, it's not going to happen. So it's really being agile with your day, but then also productive, but then also not burning yourself out. Right. I don't think that's the narrative people talk about. It's easy to try to do it all, but it's a balance. Gotcha. It came to burn yourself out. You know, me being, of course, a podcast host, but you know, I'm a day-to-day -day software and database engineer. So, and I'm okay. so in doing those things, you know, I do know about that burnout and I feel like a lot of people do approach that, you know, uh, definitely. There's nothing wrong with it, you know, but you got to know the signs of getting to it, you know, because you have to take breaks, you know, so. It's necessary. And especially if you're a high, highly productive person, you have a tendency to do things to the maximum. But that's counterintuitive. It's doing things to a degree that you're effective, but then not also saying I'm at my max every single day because it's not sustainable. It's not. You're right about that. Yeah. 
So then I would say, what is your it factor? Why you do what you do? Well, I mean, I'm my it factor. I mean, I'm great. (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, my it factor is really a sense of duty and also a sense of passion. So what I do in insurance is for the consumer and I'm building a platform and building a product and a network that is meant for the consumer and insurance usually isn't meant for us. It's meant for the big guys. And I think partnering with said big guys is very important, but I'm driven by the consumer and making this a better experience for everyone. So that's my it factor. I like that. I like that. So in there, you know, what would be one of your ultimate life goals? It can be work. You also can give me one as you want. Just in like a yeah. Life. Oh, life. That is a very big question. My goodness. Um, what are my life goals? Honestly, to be like the female Tony Stark. If I could be out here with a spaceship <laughs> from insurance, perfect. If I could change the future in a small minute way that's even better i just truly want to make a difference in what i do and that's what drives me every single hour of the day not even just every day okay okay so then i would say you know one of my questions i didn't write down but i like to ask what is something you would like to see change in the world oh where do i start uh (laughs) change in the world One of my biggest concerns is the upcoming generation. It's always been that because that is truly the future and providing the right opportunities and education to the right people. And that's not currently happening. Right. That would be, if we can all have the same level of education, have the same opportunity, there's no stopping the next generation but i'd love to see someone do that honestly i like that i like that uh i hope that that change does come and even that's why i started this show just to give a light and show different things that you can see done that i didn't see growing up you know i never seen a person that was look like me that's the ceo of a company you know so just now to be able to interview you and see that even though it's still growing the places where you're gonna go is like beyond anybody imagine. So any young person that sees that, they definitely gonna be like, all right, cool, I can do that too. You know, so. so. let's talk about it. Let's have the conversation. It's in the tech industry at large, the likelihood of a female becoming a unicorn, which is just a fancy way of saying a billion dollar valuated company is at 2%. Right. Let's add some more factors into that. The obvious being my color. That is making it a little bit less than 2%. Now let's add even the most obvious factor, me being a female. So because there isn't a clear blueprint or path, I find that doing it my most authentic way possible is the only way to do this because I can't look at, okay, these black young women have done this before. It's like, Steph, you got to figure it out and do it the best way you can but with you enough about me what about you though like what drove you to like start up what you're doing 
Because, I mean, you get your degree from college and it's like, cool. It's like, what am I going to give back? You know, I always I believe in changing the narrative. That's one of my biggest things I was saying, uh, to be honest. Uh, when I was in school doing computer science, coming from a rural place in Georgia, from Fort Valley, Georgia, to be exact, uh, I didn't know that much about computer science or anything like that. Didn't know any Black people that worked in it, but I was able to do these tours in high school, Georgia Tech, Auburn, and your Tuskegee, different schools like that that had big engineering programs. And I was like, you know, I can do this, you know, but I, I, I charted it to myself that once I graduate and it was in my job for a couple months, I was going to start something. I didn't know what it was. Uh, and one of my friends that's been my editor since they won his three years now, he's like, hey, man, start you a show you love to talk. You can network with people. I can talk to anybody. You know, I have met so many people need to be a big name person, common people, like all type of fields. And I just can't believe where it is now. And it's just an amazing thing just to think, just to send out an email or a DM or like text somebody or somebody might know someone and just to see the impact they not only bring to me, but how people reach out to me like, you interviewed so-and-so, hey, can I get in touch with you? You know, and it just makes you feel so good. And it, it makes me know that I feel like this is one of my purposes in life. I feel like we have multiple. I definitely feel like it is because it's every time I want to steer away from it, not saying I'm quitting it or anything, I'm not that type of person, but no. every time I steer away from it, like, oh, I'm gonna take a break, I'm gonna do this. Somebody else messages me or something happens or I get something and I'm like, oh yeah, this is the right thing I should be doing, you know? And you're allowed to pivot in your career or your choices. Oh, I, yes. I think pivoting is actually the most important aspect of building your career. Like if I was like, man, let me just stick to like selling and advising on insurance and risk management would have never pivoted into tech. So give it away, do what you got to do. And it's, it's beautiful, actually. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So any other questions? Yeah. So I noticed your narrative really does focus on our community and more specifically the black experience have you seen a shift or are you seeing some trends happening? Yes, so actually with people that have been able to come on my show, I have seen people be able to connect with some of the people that came onto the show and help them get jobs in a multitude of fields, especially the tech field. I know three people just personally off of the people that I interviewed, they got in touch with them, they hired managers, helped them to get a job with them. So just seeing that, you know, and it just seeing that it's not only just in tech, it's mass media. Any of this stuff I cover, I get emails. Somebody might call me and be like, yeah, man, so-and-so reached out to me. You know, Just seeing that networking aspect led to me now writing the book, The Art of Networking, just telling how, okay. I, you know, how I reach out, how I network, stuff like that. Uh, because a lot of people do ask, like, man, you got a big network. How do you do this? I'm like, because I meet people every day. I start a conversation and we start talking. And it's not only just Black people either. It's just this show. I wanted it to start and that be the basis because you don't see that much of stuff like this. You don't, definitely don't. Yeah, it, it, it's so important and a beautiful thing that you're doing. Now, one of the pushbacks I get being in my side of the industry, tech, finance, whatever have you, mm -hmm. is I tend to lean away from promoting myself as the black CEO. Mm -hmm. And I say, I'm the choice, I'm the CEO, choose me because I'm qualified. But still, it's one thing to be proud of being the way we are. And it's an amazing thing to have a network of just amazing people that are diverse. 
let alone being black, just diverse, killing it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So thank you for that. You know, thank you for coming on the show. And uh, I look forward to working with you, a part of the It Factor Network now. So that's a good thing. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I'll let you get back to your day. That's pretty much the episode. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. All right, Dan. Take it easy. Thank you.